What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> and my special guest today is my wife and wonderful human being, Alexandra Shepard. Welcome yeah, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Dude, I've been trying to get you on here oh, forever. I know, I'm just so busy right now. You are? Yeah. Tell me, what's, so what are you so busy, busy with? Oh, you know, I have a 3,000 piece puzzle. Whoa. I know. That's busy. It's really time That's busy. That's <laughs> busy. 3,000 piece puzzle. Well, tell me tell me about this puzzle. What is it up? <laughs> well, there are pieces and you put them together and there are 3,000 of them. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Is that how puzzles work? Yes. That, that is how was puzzles. Eddie Murphy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, welcome to the show. But I have been working on a 3,000 piece puzzle and it's very time consuming and very fun. Are you enjoying it? I, you genuinely I, I, enjoy I, I, doing puzzles. They're so um meditative for me and um they're just a good mental challenge and also it's like i accomplished something i feel like i accomplished right. something right where do you think your love of puzzles comes from um i'm sure my dad just from like playing games so much as a kid did you play really a lot of games with doing, your dad yeah i don't remember doing a lot of puzzles per se but i do remember playing lots of games we'd play uh Shoots and ladders in Candyland till the wee hours of probably seven o'clock because then I had to go to bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you get favorite. drunk on milk and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, are... milk, babies that are milk drunk is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is there ever like a happier thing than a baby that's like fully fed? No. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Well, it's bright and early on a Wednesday morning. Um, and I, I think it is fitting that the room is dark. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> of what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Wednesday. Wednesday Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Here comes Jude and all the animals right on cue. My Wednesday wisdom. <clears throat> it is to actually this is this is more of like a consumer choice i have both a french press mm. and a pour over mm. uh, both of which are both of which are re are relatively inexpensive i have actually been enjoying the pour over more simply because i'm trying to limit my caffeine intake so if you have a french press it can be a lot sometimes but uh the pour over <laughs> is nice for just like you know like a little cup and a half Maybe two cups. I would be curious to see how many people will do a French press and drink the whole French press by themselves. Oh, probably hundreds. Yeah, maybe. Thousands. But remember when we went to go visit Tony and Sarah and they were like, hey, we don't have a French press. Maybe you should bring your own just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? No. No, we didn't have room. I just don't get how people... I, I like genuinely enjoy sip... I am always sipping on something. Yeah. So it's either going to be coffee or sparkling water or water or kombucha. Or a blood orange soda. Oh. That's the only kind of quote unquote soda I'll drink. What's the brand? It's the San Pellegrino. Oh. Yeah. Those are so good. Yeah. Something nice about the foil top. Oh. It makes me feel fancy. Fancy. Yeah. Peeling. Nothing says fancy like peeling off a aluminum foil top. to your aluminum can. Well, yeah. So that's your, if you can afford it, wisdom, I mean, also, press? yeah, I mean, 
No, have both options if you oh, can. Oh, multiple options. Yeah. What about you? What's your Wednesday wisdom? All right. Um, my Wednesday wisdom is specifically for men. Specifically for men who probably have slightly bigger egos. So I don't know if anyone listening fits into this category. But just in case. <laughs> when a female instructor... <laughs> Oh boy. Tells you to do something, do it. <laughs> right. I have, there's a guy who's been coming to my evening class and I always get annoyed when I see his name on the class roster because he's a nice guy, but I, I do think he has either a hard time with like just general and people, like in general people telling him what to do. Mm. I don't know if it's a specific like me thing because I've never seen him in other classes. But during the warm-up, he like doesn't do what I ask him to do and he's kind of just like doing his own thing. And when I ask, when I like tell him like corrections, like I'll come over to him and I'm like, push your knees wider like if we're in a squat or something. Usually when I say that to someone, I can actually see their muscles working and they push their knees wider and he just like doesn't do anything. And then like maybe he'll be out of the squat and I'm like, okay, so your knees are kind of like falling in a little bit. So just press into the outsides of your feet a little bit more and use your inner thighs to drive your knees out. And he just kind of like stares and like blinks at me and he's like, okay. And it drives me fucking bonkers. What is it about that that drives you bonkers? Like, let's dive into that. Um, I feel like he's questioning my authority. And I feel like he doesn't trust me because I'm a woman. Mm. I think the second thing is probably the most important driving factor of why that pisses you off. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, also, like, that he doesn't listen to you. Yeah. I mean... Because I, I don't have women in my class that yeah, do that. Yeah. There's only been men. And I've yeah. had multiple, multiple men I that do it. that to me. A lot of men have a hard time with women. Look at our fucking president, for example. Yeah. Like, but there's another person that comes to one of my morning classes who, like when we do more mobility, I'll see him like kind of doing it, but kind of not. But I know that I can call him out for it. Right. And like the other day, I was like, hey, how you doing over there? And he's like, I hate mobility. Like he's trying. He just is really stiff and really hard it's like really hard for him so i'm like that's fine like as long as i sh see that you're showing some kind of effort but this guy shows like zero effort and just like doesn't really like he does and he's make not worth your time it's not i know and so, so i just, just started stop, just stop yeah talking to him or like you could go the other the other route and be passive aggressive no i'm over that. which is even like i've done that before. worse you know, if you listen to me, I'd say, uh, put your knees out, but that's not going to happen. So do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... I used to get really good at that with customers at restaurants. Yeah, I was... You would Some come of the home shit and tell I me stories say... and I would think, oh gosh, he's going to get in trouble one of these days. Yeah. Franklin, can you stop moving your foot like that? Yeah. It's loud. Franklin, just either stay in or stay out, but he's not even looking at you. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, um, so that's my Wednesday wisdom. Don't be a dick to your female instructors. Listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Women know stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think I... I'd that's a joke, people. That's a joke. I'd be interested to hear from some other female instructors who... Um, I just don't understand what the like... At least for me, because I'm such an agreeable person, I would just, even if I fucking hated you as a coach, and I have taken workouts from coaches that I fucking hate, <laughs> yeah. I still give them the respect 
of like pretending to try to yeah. implement what they do and say. Yeah. You know, but I'm also just too nice to people. Oh gosh, except for when you're being passive aggressive to your shitty customers. But if someone's being a genuine asshole, yeah. I I have found that sarcasm and and being condescending back to them is it like works well, it kind of like mirrors their behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I just wanted to rant about that. Well, it's Thanks also because for... you didn't have a dream about that last night. Oh, well, that I, I had a dream that some, we were working. I was teaching a class and someone refused to put their mask on. But that Oof. actually was a female. Um, I do yeah, not. And I was like, okay, well, you yeah. need to leave then. <laughs> yeah. I do not, for the life of me, understand how so many people in this country could be anti-science. Yeah. Like, I did, yeah. I did a little bit of research into Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Tell me. Dude, he is like, by all, like, by every single measure, he is the LeBron James of infectious disease. Oh. He is, he is the 41st Mm -hmm. most cited Mm. doctor in medical journals. Wow. And... They have some kind of a rating for scientists that publish scientific journals, mm-hmm. apparently. And there's like a scale that judges what is the influence of that person based mm-hmm. on all the times they've been referenced. Because there's like a database for like who's been referenced and what. And he's like, his, his like number is like off the charts. He's yeah. like insanely fucking smart. Yeah. Do you know how he got to the job he has? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. Hmm. But um, he's like, like brilliant. Yeah. And I think that this is a nice segue into what we wanted to talk about today Mm -hmm. is because I like look at what's happening and I can't help. I like genuinely can't help but feel like pretty down and blue and scared about everything that's happening. Um, It's like really sad. Yeah, it is. So we, you and I were talking, uh, have been talking um, about how we're both kind of feeling a little down. Um, yeah. Which has happened before, but maybe we can talk about why this time it might feel a little different. Yeah. Well, it started with, I posted on Instagram a few days ago about me feeling a little um, like having some anxiety attacks and some like mild depression and I said it on my post and we're talking about it now not to gain sympathy for me or you. Sure. Um, because I don't I don't need people to tell me like, I'm so sorry you're not feeling good and like it's okay. Like I posted about it because I know there are so many other people oh my gosh, that are yeah. talking about it. Or f- sorry, that are feeling it but not talking about it. That's true. And, you know, Instagram can often be Teddy, leave it. Um, Instagram can often be this place where everyone posts the good things and it's this then becomes this like superficial fake version of life. Yeah. And um, I have over the last few years have really been dedicated to like talking about everything Mm. um, because I don't want people to see my life as something that's like perfect and wonderful all the time. Um, And we have done that on our podcast. We've talked about fights and disagreements and whatnot. So, um, I wanted to also talk about this as well, because I know I am not alone. I know that 
I th- I would say most humans <laughs> in yeah. the world, if not in a, for sure in America, are feeling very very overwhelmed and um, stressed, and there's just a lot of negativity happening right now. Yeah, and I really think that it stems from our leader, the leader of our country right now is yeah. just so such a negative person and such a um he's just a mean he's just mean he's just a mean person mm-hmm. and having that energy broadcast into the ether yeah it's it's really like trickling down and of course like covid going on and there's so many unknowns there's so much fear around people who don't wear masks there's so much fear around going to certain places in public like do i wear my mask here do i not wear my mask here there's so much uncertainty there's so much fear and it's just really getting to everyone and like for me personally like not i mean i i'm thankful that what is on my shirt um i'm thankful that i do have um a little bit of work excuse me a little bit of work um coming in but it's not like i used to so there's a fear of like a little bit of fear of income a little bit of fear of like well are my studios gonna reopen like what's gonna happen during the winter are we gonna get a second wave like are things gonna get shut down again are we gonna be able to afford to pay our rent yeah Yeah, and like we're talking about maybe moving back to california and so i've been searching for jobs in california and those aren't looking very promising so there's a lot of worry about that so there's just a lot of things going on and like the other day you asked me like well how was your day today and I said uh well I didn't cry so that's good <laughs> and it you, just devastated me yeah but honestly like sometimes I have just small little cries Sometimes they're bigger cries. I wish I could access that part of my body. I probably have a lot of like pent up emotions, but yeah, I don't really cry that often. How many times do you think you've seen me cry in the thirteen, in the years, 13 we've been years we've been together? Um, Maybe a handful. Well, I can think of at least ten. No, maybe I can think of at least. I would say like maybe twenty. Twenty times, really. Probably. In 13 years? Like fully blown, like bawling? Well, that's a different question. Oh. Like tearing. tears I cry from... when I watch Moana and I hear that, I've been <laughs> sitting by the water. <laughs> but no, I just, I... Well, okay, I am... like full blown crying, like really letting emotions yeah. out. Um, Probably like five. Yeah. Oh, that's more than I thought. I just feel like... Okay, let me ask you, how many times have you cried in front no, of me over the last 13 I don't know. Years? I don't know. No, I mean, this is not about... I shouldn't have made this about me. Um, you I just, make it about you. I am, I am envious of your ability to feel your emotions so presently. You think that's a manly masculine thing that you were taught not to cry? Were you taught not to cry? I wasn't taught not to cry. I don't like... I don't like crying. You know, some people don't like throwing up. Yeah feeling feelings <laughs> makes me uncomfortable yeah well i don't think many people like crying it's kind of like how i encourage people to when they're starting to work out and they like don't like working out i'm like don't focus on 
the pain that you're going to feel in the workout. Focus on how good you're going to feel after. And after one of those like really big emotional cries, you do have that release and you do feel, I feel better after. But also, fun fact, I will try and look up the, the study, but there are certain toxins that are released only through tears. Mm. And this study believes that that's why women live longer because they cry more and they release this specific toxin um, from their body more. That's awesome. So maybe you can think of it that way. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, oh, Franklin, come here. Come on, kitty. <laughs> um, so I would say like, you know, in the general down emotions that we've kind of been fluctuating through over the last couple months of the pandemic. Yeah. Have there been like any, does the, does the emotions that you experience do they come and go? Is it just kind of an ever hanging cloud? Like what's going um, on? Because I've noticed a difference in you. Just in that, I can tell that you've been a little depressed and sad. And I I asked you the other night, like, is there anything I can, anything do. I can do? But And I just don't know if it's like, I don't know the severity of where you're at, I guess. Yeah. It's like a good, like, are you like a 10? Are you like, have you been lower than you are now? Um, or? Well, what is a 10? Um, can't get out of bed. Okay, well... I can get out of bed. <laughs> um, I don't really know because I am thankful that I haven't suffered from depression before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I am suffering from depression, but there are, I, I would say I'm like suffering from anxiety. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's depression. I don't know. Um, I definitely have lost interest in, like, like, I have to really talk myself into doing certain things. Yeah. Um, That's hard. I hate having to self-motivate like that. Yeah. Um, I, when I think back to times in my life where I have been blue or down, I do think that this is the worst I've been, but it also is like I'm home alone a lot Mm -hmm. and if I was in my normal routine of like forcing myself to like go teach classes and oh my foot's falling asleep um um like I know that there would be some times where I would like oh I really don't want to teach because I just don't feel it but then I would teach class and I'm like oh I feel so much better now yeah but now that I'm like I'm teaching classes and I'm like in in my apartment or I'm I'm not getting the same, like, human connection as I was before. Um, But, um, so I guess to answer your question, I I, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm definitely, I think I'm the worst that I have been, but um, it definitely comes and goes. Like, there are even days where it's like some days are better than others like Monday I had a pretty productive day and I was able I was feeling motivated um um 
but yeah yeah i mean it's hard i mean for anyone who has a partner that is struggling um there's a sense of guilt when i leave because i know that you're sad and feeling down has the dog helped the dog has definitely helped the dog has definitely helped me get outside has like forced me to stay on a routine Mm -hmm. because if i didn't have the dog i like i wouldn't be seeing pete very often um like a pete a pete pete is a friend of ours who also has a new puppy and so we go to the dog park often together um so that's been really nice yeah because it's like forcing me to see other people and of course being around like happy dogs makes me happy um but yeah i think teddy has definitely helped me like stay in a routine and stay like forcing me to get outside forcing me to get out of bed well i mean my classes are also forcing me to get out of bed but yeah yeah you looked like you were getting emotional there for a second what what are the what are you thinking about <laughs> um it, it makes me sad that i'm sad <laughs> oh yeah and i don't want you to feel i don't want you to feel guilty for leaving because i know if like, if you can think about, like, if the situation was rever- reversed, right. like, you wouldn't want me to feel any of your sadness or guilt. And I, I don't know. like hearing yeah. that you're, um, that you're feeling sad or guilty because of me. Um, well, it's just hard because I know how much you, like, help. I know how much you like helping others. And I, you know, want to be uh helpful to you it's just it seems like this is something that will only get better through exterior circumstances that are beyond your control yeah yeah and i'm working and that's the hardest part i think about the pandemic is that is that this all of this is not first of all it's not just us every single person on the planet has been affected yeah in one way or another it's disrupted it's you know, yeah. I mean, unless you're living off the grid in somewhere in Iowa and, you know, in the mountains, like your life has def- drastically changed. And even now, like, yeah, you know, and I think that navigating that, like I, the other day, like I was walking and I was just like, I was walking through the park. It was like a beautiful, beautiful day. And I was like, I'm fucking tired of these masks, like I, one of the things I love about New York City is how beautiful the people are. The people are like so beautiful. Like, I like. You're depressed because you can't check people. Well, out. I like <laughs> looking at people in the park having fun. Like, yeah. you know, people with their kids. Like, all the kids have masks on. I was like, what fucking world are we living in? And like, yeah. I just want things to go back to the way that they were. And I know that we're probably past that at this point. But it's like I, th- I feel <laughs> like there's a sense of mourning for what was. Yeah. And, uh, I like, not all the time, but just like, you know, every now and then I'm like, fuck dude. Like I just want, yeah. I want to be back the way things to before, like the way things were and like really appreciate it. Yeah. Like I, like I've been saying this so much, like I miss going to concerts. We go to, uh, we go to probably four or five concerts. What would you say? Like a year? Yeah. And like, I miss doing that. Yeah. Like, more than anything, I just miss going and being around. You know, I used to be all curmudgeon and be like, oh, 
crowd like now i'm like oh my god i just want to try to get a seat at a bar <laughs> i want to try to get a seat at a crowded manhattan bar yeah. and like order a martini and like sit and, you know <laughs> what i mean and or watch i don't know i i just miss like the way things used to be i yeah. guess and it's hard and it's also made seeing other people scary yeah which is also like really frustrating like i would love to go see you know, friends and like hang out at their apartment and like share food, but like, or like have like a little pot. I mean, and you can, if you have the people in your bubble, but like that, those days are like meeting new people is hard. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. And then, and, and also, then topple that and then add that to, we can't see our families. That's yeah. also, that's like really. Yeah. Sad. It's been, it's really hard that I, I haven't seen my dad in almost a year. Like that's. Yeah. <sighs> Um, and I also feel, I also feel like guilty even saying like, oh, I'm having anxiety. Like I'm feeling depressed I do because too. I know people have it way worse than me. Like I've had friends that have lost family members. I have friends that who have broken up with their significant others during this. Like it could be a lot worse. Like, and there are friends that are still not back at work and I'm like kind of back at work. So I feel guilty even saying it because I'm like, oh, it could be worse and since yeah but, um, be, yeah but saying like it could be worse shouldn't negate what you're feeling in I know, the moment i know but you know? i think about the people who have it worse than that's me. because you're empathetic and you're a nice person and you yeah. care about other people and yeah. that's one of my i think one of the most attractive qualities about you well, but but that's comparison yeah and that's not healthy no i know either you know, I know. everyone's mourning it in their own way um but I think, you know, there have been some, there have been up, there have been upsides. I mean, for example, getting Teddy, like Teddy is teaching me a lot yeah, about myself in the, in the way that I've always kind of felt like, you know, I've always kind of felt like a really selfish person in some ways, in some ways I would not. I don't consider myself to be selfish. My internal dialogue with myself is like, it's all about me and I'm, yeah. I'm you know, more, more, more me, me, me. And he's teaching me that, uh, you know, it's, it's okay to walk outside and like not have your phone and like, you know, yeah. get up at the same time every day and like be present in the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm just learning so much about myself through this dog and it's, it is definitely nice. It's yeah. been a, it's been a great. He's like a perk. little emotional support animal. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And he's so damn cute. He is so damn cute. Well, what advice would you give to people who are maybe feeling the same way? Do you have any tips or tricks that, or things that you do to <clears throat> kind of get yourself out of a funk? Yeah, things that I am working on is just truly white riding the wave. Like I know that this will not last. This feeling will not last forever, and knowing that this is just like a normal emotion, a normal part of life. And I, one, one thing, t Teddy, we were just saying all these nice things about you and now you're biting my leg. Stop it. Um, one of the things this pandemic has taught me is <laughs> Teddy wants his uh, podcasting debut. Yeah. Um, is to really like slow down and appreciate not having a whole lot of things to do so f 
feeling like sad and blue and like really only wanting to like puzzle and watch Gilmore Girl reruns. reruns. Like it's okay. You're not like I'm trying to tell myself like you're not feeling lazy. This is what you need to take care of yourself right now. And um, okay, Teddy. And this too shall pass. And yes, it will pass. Um, So I think just having grace with yourself and reminding yourself that it's not, this feeling will not last forever as much as you think it might or as much as you feel like it might, it will not. And um, just finding ways that like truly make you feel good. Like I've talked about this on the podcast, like there is no such thing as a guilty pleasure because if you even have a little bit of guilt, you're not able to fully enjoy it. It's Mm. not like 100% pleasurable. So finding something that makes you happy truly without having any guilt in it um and going for walks outside getting in nature like nature is so healing and whether you feel it or think it or not like it there are scientific studies that show like getting into nature you know we are all the same like animal like getting into nature is healthy is healthy and healing um water is also really healing so take a bath or if you have the luxury of getting in a pool or a jacuzzi or something like yeah it's kind of too cold for most oceans but or bodies of water but maybe maybe uh no i keep seeing pictures of hot springs on instagram and i'm like that sounds wonderful what's like on my bucket list of things to do before i die we can definitely excuse me we can definitely do that yeah we can definitely make that happen um well, I'd like to turn this around a little bit and end with um, what made us laugh the most. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I have so many things. And um, let me look real fast. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about... No, we haven't. Okay, I'll, I'll do this one. We're sitting at breakfast. We went out to a restaurant down the street and Corey had mentioned that he had wanted to take a bath. And he <laughs> I said... I was going to do some self-care. I was like, ah, oh, you know what I want to do? I want to take a bath tonight. And he had said it earlier, and then he said it again, and he was like, oh, man. Oh, pardon my aunt. He was like, oh, man, I need to. T- I want to take a bath today. I need to clean the toilet first. <laughs> and you thought that was I so funny. I thought it was so funny. funny. Because I knew you didn't mean toilet. I knew you meant bath. But just picturing you getting a bath in a toilet, it was just so freaking funny. Can you imagine little old me in a toilet taking a bath? No. Gross. Yeah, so that made me laugh, and I'll post the video of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the funny, the thing that made me laugh the most actually happened last night when we were watching How I Met Your Mother. There's a... Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. You can cut this part out if you want. No, it's all good. Um, there's a moment where Barney is like, remember that time you made us come to your house and watch Norbit? And then (laughs) Ted's like, uh, Eddie Murphy Murphy is a fat woman. Who doesn't love that? (laughs) And Lily goes, that was Eddie Murphy. (laughs) And like, it made me, it's like, it begs the larger question. Like, are there people out there that (laughs) That genuinely don't know? (laughs) Yeah, Eddie Murphy played, like, mm-hmm. a ton of different characters. Like, also, like, what an amazing... What an amazing... Like, how did they do that? 
Like he had to interact with himself. <laughs> like, holy the crap. The magic of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I guess that would also be another um, tip is we've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother and like that is, it's a show that we've seen a lot. We know it makes us laugh. It's yeah. comforting. It's not like super engaging because we kind of know, like we already know what's happening. Yeah. Um. So if there's a show that you like that is comforting, um, watch it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Oh goodness. That's cute. Now will he stay? Yeah. Good boy. Yeah, I would do that. What well, put? I mean, I do. I, I do that with The Office all the time. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite shows. Yeah. So that would be another tip of mine. Yeah. Well, you smell the mic. <laughs> That's all for me. That's all for me as well. Um, I love you so much. I love you so much, and I'm very thankful for you trying to always cheer me up and always wanting the best for me. But as I said the other day when you asked me, is there something you can uh, that I can do for you? At the moment, no. Just being around me and loving me and supporting me like you always do. Yeah. So. I sure do love you. Yeah. Um, and if anyone listening is feeling the same, you are not alone. I am here for you. What? You are <laughs> not alone. <laughs> Right. I don't think you're supposed to sing Michael Jackson anymore. Well, um, thank you very much. Sorry, this was a very yawny, snotty <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, I hope that you were able to feel some comfort in it if you are too feeling anxiety or depression. And um, I promise you, this will pass. And feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. If you yes, need anything. Of course. Anyone needs to talk. All right, guys. Until next week, love you. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only want to hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can.